0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the 99%. I'm here with Marilyn. Hey, guys. And we are going to talk to you all about navigating the holidays. Christmas is just around the corner. If you celebrate Hanukkah, sorry, we missed you. But New Year's is coming up, too. So we can probably catch most people with that as well. So we're knee-deep in the holiday season. And, yeah, so we're going to talk about, you know, a few different angles of what goes on in the holidays and how you can stay um, as low stress and mentally sane as possible as you're going through this. Um, we found that athletes kind of tend to fall into a couple of buckets and Marilyn, all you maybe start with one of those buckets you see athletes fall into.
1: Yeah, the holiday season, you know, it can be it's meant to be a, a lot of fun. It's a great time f- to spend with friends and family and maybe get some, you know, some bonus points that you might need later in the year, spending time with friends and family, you know, um, and. For athletes, sometimes that can be stressful and they're not entirely sure how they're going to manage it. And that can cause a lot of stress for the athlete themselves and the family and friends around them. So, the two buckets that we, we sort of were talking about is I find the way that people handle that is they, they lump themselves into a, Hey, screw it. It's the holiday season. I'm just not going to do anything. I'm going to give myself a complete hall pass for the next, let's say from Thanksgiving till new year's, that whole stretch of time, almost I've seen it as extreme as that, or just through, you know, the three weeks of, you know, whether it be December sort of till that January 1st mark, and they just say, I'm just not, I'm just going to completely trash everything and I'll catch you January 2nd. And then the other bucket I see people go into is they just make themselves almost like, it's not that they drive themselves crazy, but like almost, right? Like where they just they're like, I can't, I can't budge away from what it is I do all the time. And I'm not willing to give it all through this holiday season. And so therefore I wear myself down super, super thin trying to fit in like all the holiday stuff, family, friends, work, usually work is busy right before holiday seasons. Cause people are trying to wrap things up end of the year. And then they leave themselves absolutely no wiggle room with their training and they keep it going full bore as well as they really, really fight and resist, you know, any of the holiday cheer and and that kind of stuff. And, and, and it ends up being a pretty, pretty big sticking point, right? It makes them, their life miserable and it makes the people around them, their lives maybe a little bit miserable. So what I'm hoping for today is we have a really candid conversation about some of these points and, and some of them are maybe a little bit touchy or you know, hard for people to navigate through holiday season is supposed to be about like fun and joy and happiness and and all of that. But unfortunately holiday season can also be pretty stressful on some people. And I find the athlete personality in particular, it can be stressful for because we're, we like routine we're type a, and we've got to really come into it with a, a proper management plan. That's going to work best for your situation and you. So hopefully we can provide some insight, maybe just some conversation, maybe just compare notes how we've handled it differently, you know, a little bit of insight anyways.
0: Yeah, I think one of the biggest things you mentioned there is that it is it is stressful on, on you and everyone, right? Everyone is in maybe a somewhat different environment and things are going to be a little bit different for everyone. So there's this kind of underlying stress of, of maybe you're traveling, maybe you a family staying with you. And so you're definitely thrown out of your routine and yeah, everyone just gets this little bit on edge and then you see athletes kind of go over the top with like, well, normally I swim Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. So I need to try and swim Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. And and then the pool's not open and then they get stressed out and think about how, how much of a, of a wrench this is throwing their life. And then, you know, you can see people kind of take it out on their family that's around them because they're like angry that the pool's closed and and so, yeah, just this mental downward spiral from all this stress can definitely happen, and and kind of like you said, make people not enjoy the holidays. So we we want to make sure we are having fun, right? It's supposed to be a fun time of year, and
1: uh <laughs> yeah,
0: and like and seeing sports your family It's supposed, right? supposed
1: to be fun, right? Yeah, and <laughs> right. see your family and friends, and 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 it's easy to say, oh, just relax, see your family and friends, and you know, enjoy the holiday season. But the the truth of it is, you know, we it's. Some people might even get kind of mad when they hear that over and over again, right? It's like, oh, just, just relax, man. Like, Enjoy this holiday season. This is the time for cheer. Just loosen up. And, and for some people, they might just nod and smile and go, okay. But inside, they might be kind of brewing a little bit like, hey, that's the last thing I want to hear right now. Or they're getting kind of mad or they're feeling a lot of anxiety over that because it takes away from what they need as a person every single day. And I think you know, having a really open conversation about that and how to navigate that, and um, you know, maybe some different ways to think about it, and not necessarily just try and brush it off as a, "oh, don't worry about it," and give give you some real tools to manage these types of things would help. Because, you know, we're in endurance sport because we're a certain type of person. So, like, let's work with that person.
0: So let's let's talk about kind of you know when this comes out. It's gonna be right, right before Christmas, right? So. We've got this chunk of time, Christmas, New Year's. And let's talk about how we can help athletes set themselves up for success going into that. Like before they even get there, before you travel. Like, I guess what would like to have athletes do say in that time frame of right now, like Thanksgiving is over. They're they've got a chunk of time before they know that they're gonna have less time to train. So do you try and Pack in workouts? Do you say, hey, we're going to continue as usual? Do you say, eff it, we're not going to be able to train then? So we're not going to train now. Um, what approach do you take? I guess either personally or with your athletes for the the lead up to the holidays to get them as mentally prepared for it as possible and physically?
1: Yeah, I think the the first thing to do is figure out which of those buckets a person falls into, like where are they comfortable? If there's someone that if continuing with training adds a massive amount of stress for them because they've got a lot going on and they just feel like, look, I really just need to back away from this for this period of time. If they fall into that category, then I'm going to lean on the ends of encouraging them to continue to do at least one thing a day that is good for their own space and their own health. And that might be as simple as like, Hey, we're just going to do a sit up and a push-up routine every single day, or we're going to do a 20 minute jog every day, or, you know, we're going to let like, let's figure out how we're going to keep you ticking along just a little bit every day and, and, and find out what that minimum is that is going to keep them on track. But allow them that mental space and that freedom to not feel stress, additional stress and pressure from their training while they're dealing with everything else. So if there's someone who sort of pushes back and says they're going to want to be, hey, I don't want anything to do with any exercise or at all, and I just need to handle the holidays and enjoy the holidays and I'm backing right away, then I'm going to reach for them and say, let's find out what your minimum is that is just enough to keep you in touch and make you feel good so that when we come out of this holiday season, we're not starting at zero and, and we do stay connected to who you really are as a person. Cause I know that that's going to keep them happy. And then for the athletes that fall into the other category where they, they are very rigid and it's important to them to keep rigid in that routine. Where is that balance of like, what can we actually let go of and let's identify what's super important to hang on to. And once we've identified within that period, like these are the things that are like the key ingredients, and then they can zone in on that. Like, okay, if I, if my family needs this and I'm not able to get to this workout or this, this, opportunity closes its door, like you mentioned the pool, like the pool is closed. So if they're really stuck on being rigid through this period of time. And it's going to literally cause them a ton of anxiety to, to step away from being rigid. Let's go ahead with the approach of identifying what are the, the really key ingredients of your program that are will say, these are your absolutes, they have to be done. And then they can really lock into those and we make them manageable with everything else so that there's, you're setting them up for success. It's like, okay, if we know, we know the absolute thing you need to do through this whole time. If you just get this 50 minute run in and this 40 minute trainer session in and you get those two in, then, you know, and then they, they know where to direct that energy and that, that mentality of feeling very rigid, but it's manageable within what everything else that they've got going on. That's, that's really how I, with those, I found that they fall into those two categories and that's how I would approach each one of those. Of course, there might be some that are a little bit more flexible or in the middle of those, but on the extremes. How about you?
0: Awesome. I, um, Yeah, I guess I'm similar in that, you know, you have people on the extremes and you kind of want to push them to the middle there to help them find that balance of like, you know, it's important for people to stay moving. You really don't want people to do nothing for 10 days, two weeks, three weeks. That's going to be, I mean, I think then you have to worry about injury when you're coming back because everything is like had so much time to just tighten up. And so, like you said, it's good to keep people moving. And then one thing that you mentioned a couple of times in there was basically keeping people sane and yeah i mean i'd say that most endurance athletes myself 100 percent included has like a little bit of an exercise addiction like whatever you want to call that and so you we want to be moving and you know i i like going on long rides and it's like well over the holidays that's kind of impossible to do right it's in general i guess in my family like everyone likes to hang out everyone likes to sit around and chat a lot of the day where it's kind of like my my wife always gives me a hard time because it's basically my worst nightmare when we're sitting around just chatting and that's our, we don't have a plan. We're just like, Oh, we just ate breakfast and we're going to basically chat until lunch. And I'm like, we're, we're, this is our plan is to not have a plan. Like, <laughs> like ah! This is what we're doing no, for the I'm next five great. hours. Just, just
1: thinking I about know. This. I'm like, I'm
0: like, I'm, I'm sweating right now. Just talking about it. Like that's what I've got coming up. Um,
1: <laughs> like how am I going to manage this? How am I going to manage this? <laughs>
0: So, so yeah, like, you know, it definitely stresses me out. And I actually I agree with, with everything you said is like finding, like finding a way it's like, okay, what can I do? That's going to keep me sane while I'm sitting still for five hours between breakfast and lunch, and then between lunch and dinner, another five hours. And, and so like, actually, I'll just tell you guys what I'm going to do this time, because it's an easy example. Now I'm driving, um like four or five hours up to Prescott so I'm just gonna throw my trainer and bike in the car and you know I've tried to do like gravel adventures up there and stuff which is super fun but then I'm out there for two three hours and I'm cold and I get home and I take it you know so it, it becomes like a big process where I'm missing that really clutch apparently sit around time um So I'm going to, I'm going to bring my trainer up and kind of, like you said, I'm going to have like, okay, I'm going to do like a 45 minute ride one day and it's going to be short and hard and that's okay. And then the next day I'm going to go for like a little, a little trail run. That's probably going to have some elevation and, um, and might be gone a little bit longer that day, but that's kind of planned in and yeah, I was kind of oscillate between those two days while I'm up there for, for four days. And so it's, it's like, Forty-five minutes to an hour, an hour to ninety minutes each day, and that's all I'm kind of taking out, and then I still get plenty of time sitting and chatting. And um, I
1: think what's uh, you know I'm listening to you here, and I think one thing that I'd I'd love to just point out if, while people are listening is is exactly what would be easy for someone to say to you in those moments, and I'm sure you've heard it from your family a million times, and we I'm sure we all have in this exact situation, and it's I you know. I'm glad as endurance athletes, we basically, we all have each other. I always say is, is some, it would be really easy for someone to say to you, Oh, Jesse, it's just four days. Just relax. Just sit there and chat with your family for four days. What's the big deal? Just hang out. You train full-time year round, you're a professional athlete. You put in millions of hours of training. What's four days out of your life to just hang out in between meals for four or five hours with no plan and just enjoy the holidays. That's what most people would say to you, but you'd be listening to that. And you'd be like in, and you'd be nodding like, yeah, but inside yourself, like anxiety would be building up and you'd be grinding your teeth going, Oh my God, like six hours into the first day, you'd be ready to kill your family. Right. You'd be like, now you're not even fun to hang out with. And you want to, you literally end up snapping on someone or like just not even being invested in being there because it's, it's like trying to mold us, you know. I always say putting a, um, you know, a round peg in a square hole. It just is like, this isn't who I am. So I think it's just really, I wanted to have this conversation because I want to point out that a lot of us feel this way. And a lot of us are given that exact same answer on how to deal with these holiday situations by other people that way, you know. And, and then it causes a lot of, you know, problems inside of, in a person. And I, and I think like the example you gave of how you're going to manage it is that's great. Right. I mean, that's so awesome because you're finding that, that
0: balance. And
1: so I, sorry, I kind of interrupted you there, but I think Mm -hmm. it's an important to point those things out. That's one of the reasons I wanted to have this conversation.
0: Yeah. And I think you're basically right. It's like, you know, if, if they want me to enjoy that time, I need to do something for myself in order to actually enjoy that time. And so, you know, that's kind of like, you're saying the minimum that I need to do in order to have fun doing nothing with my family for the next few days. Um, Hopefully they're not listening to this. Like you, you think we do nothing? And they're just like, what are you talking about, Jesse? (laughs) Uh, And yeah, I think another unfortunate thing is that like, by now, most people are getting pretty itchy, right? Like I think, you know, unless you did Indian Wells or you're, um, um, in south in the south, Southern hemisphere that like your season probably ended four six weeks ago. And so mentally and physically, you're like ready, you're itching, you're already like chomping. And and I mean, this is how I am right now, right? Because Florida is my last race and I'm like building back up. And I'm like, oh, like, I don't want, I, I don't even, I want to continue training. So I'm like, I'm kind of on an upswing and I want to keep that going. But I mean, the reality of the situation is, is that you know, this is part of the thing that everyone deals with this time of year and it's okay. And um, one of the things I was going to mention for that setup phase is that the more consistent you are kind of going into the holidays, the easier it is to be a little bit less consistent when the pools are closed or when it's just like too hard to get a ride in. But if you rode, you know, a few times in the week prior, then you miss a couple of rides. It's not that big a deal. It's, It's when you have taken that huge break from Thanksgiving all the way through where it becomes like, oh, if you miss your one ride in the last two weeks, that's actually like, it's kind of important. So I think part of setting yourself up for success is even if you're not training a ton, trying to get that frequency in touch before you break it up again. Um, that can help alleviate some stress in knowing that things, you know, things will be okay when you get to the other side of the holidays.
1: I think, too, uh, one important thing when when I'm listening to you describe how you're how you set that up is communicating that to your family. Right. I think that's an important part of setting yourself up for success with this. They already know you. <laughs> they, they know who you are. They know what you're about. They're your biggest cheerleaders all year, and they're the ones that are at the finish line uh, proud of you and cheering you on throughout that entire day. And they, they follow you. They know who you are as a person already. So if you say to them, Hey, I'm going to have breakfast with you. I'm going to, I'm going to hang out with you for four of those five hours, but for, for 45 minutes or for this one hour, I'm going to go do this and just let them know in advance and set it up in the plan so that when you get up from the, the, conversation or the table or, you know, the, the area that you're all hanging out in, you say like, I'm going to go do this. There is no stress there. In fact, you're probably going to get their support. Or maybe if you're like kind of, I'm not sure if I want to go do this right now, they'll be like, Hey, aren't you, didn't you say you were going to go ride your bike for 45 minutes here? And you're like, Oh, right. Yeah, I was. And so you might even find instead of getting resistance from your family, you get their support and maybe even encouragement or even keep you accountable to stick to that. And, and so instead of feeling guilty about it and saying, Oh man, I'm just going to sneak off here to go get this run in. And everybody's kind of wondering where you went and they're a bit mad and why can't he just relax or she, or whatever. Now it's already set into the plan. You know, you've shared that with them. They know how important it is to you. And they're going to say like, Hey, didn't you say at like 9.00 AM, you're going to go for a run and then come back and, and then we're going to like play cards or, or whatever. So, so I think that just that simple thing sounds so simple, communicate it to everyone who's going to be there for the holidays. I think that can that make a big difference. You've got kids, right? A lot of people got little kids, maybe they got one, two, three, five kids really communicate that with, with your family. Hey, for this one hour, can we set it up and make sure that the kids are taken care of by, you know grandma and grandpa or aunt and uncle or mom or whatever, because I'm I'm not going to be available at this time. And is, is that okay with you? Does this work for you? You know, that kind of thing. And and then it's already set up, you know, you would never leave, leave to go to an appointment for an hour and not organize a babysitter. So it would be sort of similar, like it's just it's just put into the plan.
0: Yeah, it is crazy how much a little bit of communication can can help smooth things over. Um, it's Kind of like a lot of things, right? But uh <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I, I think that I've and and I think too, if you have like a balanced approach, if you show up and you're like, Oh, it's Christmas morning, um, and I'm not living in Australia and I'm gonna go for a six-hour ride, your family might be like, Well, that's maybe not okay. But so if you have some kind of like balanced approach where you know you're sticking out for an amount of time that makes sense and it's at an appropriate time in the day and so it's all kind of like part of the plan that fits well and you're not like you know skipping what might be major family events for yourself um, because that's what you think you need when it that might be you might be able to get away with a little bit less um let's talk about
1: managing all of the holiday cheer and what i mean by that i mean the treats the food the alcohol, all these wonderful things that are wonderful, right? It's really great this time of year. But again, for some people, it's like really wonderful and they love it and they manage it really well. Some people, it creates a lot of anxiety and stress to get away from the routine. Some people literally, you know, just go bananas on it. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it's the 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 opposite. It's like, they kind of go crazy and, and, um, throw all caution to the wind and go on a very extreme end. So let's talk let's just talk a little bit about that too.
0: Um, this, this might be a story I've told, uh, and I apologize if it is, but I'll tell it again, because I think it, uh, it's, it's somewhat fitting for the overindulging, um, topic here. So I went on a, a bourbon tour a long time ago and we, we stayed, we get this Airbnb. And one of the things I was looking for in Airbnb was that it had a spin bike. And like we were telling you earlier, that meant I only had to bring a saddle cleats and, and shoes when I was traveling, which is super easy to throw in a bag, right? So going to this house, going on a bourbon tour, bringing my my saddle and shoes so I can ride the spin bike. And I have this vivid memory of waking people up at like 530 in the morning because I was out on the spin bike, kind of like grunting, doing a workout. And everyone was like, what is going on out there? So I stumble out the back porch to find me like, Just completely like steaming and sweating everywhere on this back porch, Um, getting in my forty-five minute spin bike workout, and probably smelled like a brewery out there because I was sweating a bunch of beer and (laughs) bourbon. Um, But you know, I I found a way to kind of travel and make it work, and um, yeah, we did probably a little bit of of overindulging on that trip. (laughs) And uh, but the, the point of it is though, like you know, we we had it. So it worked out like, you know, I still was able to get in a little bit of training. We overindulged and then, you know, we, we took some at, naps to make up for it. Um, and we kind of, I found a balance for that short amount of time that way. And, and I think like, yeah, maybe that was a little too much on that spectrum, but I think that you can find a way to to balance out the holiday cheer. And then knowing again, like having a schedule, knowing a plan and, and being like, well, if you decide to stay up until 11 o'clock at night or one o'clock in the morning or three o'clock in the morning, um, you know, what is that, what's that going to mean for the next day? And so kind of having a plan of attack of like, okay, like how am I going to approach this? Yeah. Like Friday night, I know room goes out. So I'm going to do that Friday night, Saturday morning, I'm going to have my workout be later and shorter because I know it's probably not going to be awesome. And then, you know, the next day I'm like, well, I know I've got to ease back. So I'm going to put a slightly harder workout the next day. So kind of like having a plan of attack and making sure, again, it has some balance, but also making sure it's not totally crazy.
1: Yeah. And I think too, like in terms of looking at, if it does cause you any kind of stress, to where there's always, you know, there's extra cookies and chocolates are everywhere, and candies everywhere, and you know the meals are outside of what you normally eat, and a lot bigger portions and that kind of thing. I think, you know, find what is important to you and going to work for you, and then just just be comfortable with that. I think people feel pressure. Oh well, it's the holidays, so I have to. Do this, this, and this. Remember, you don't have to do anything. If, if you aren't comfortable and you don't want any of that stuff, no matter where you are at with your family or parties or different houses and stuff like that, you can just say like, no thanks, I'm good. You know, I, I, I'm just going to have and if there's a bunch of people there giving you a hard time because you don't want drinks and you want soda and you'd rather have more of the vegetables and just one little piece of chocolate, don't let the people influence you into a direction that is uncomfortable for you just because it's the holidays. It's okay to stick to your what's really important to you and um, allow yourself enough flexibility to say, okay, like it is the holidays. I normally don't have any sweets at all. However, I'm going to allow myself to have, you know, one or two cookies. So I know we're talking real basics here and I'm sure everyone listening here is like, yeah, this is just like normal, common sense, basic stuff. But I think the, the reason to have this conversation is just to bring some ease that the, and normalcy to these types of feelings and thoughts. Like it's okay to have this conversation that as athletes and as endurance athletes, that these thoughts are common. I hear it a lot from a lot of different athletes, certainly experienced it myself and that they're okay. And then like, these are different ways. If we come down to it, if we do just settle into common sense, you're going to be able to navigate pretty well, how to handle the situation. And I think that's where people start to get in trouble is first. They, they think it's not okay for me to feel this way. So first that becomes like the first thing instead say like, actually, you know, this is really normal. This is kind of like who you are as a person. You're like 300 you know, 55 days of the year, this is who you are. So don't get too far away from that. And if this causes these issues for you, let's find a place to manage it for you. That that feels pretty good. And, and, and just put that out there. You know Um, I think that's that's the important part of this conversation. It's not that there's that many like massive secrets out there that the people wouldn't think of themselves, but it's that we get really far away from those things pretty easily in the holiday season. And then that's what drives us crazy. So it's like, Hey, we're, we're athletes and, we're good at this sport because we are a certain way, and so like, how do we how do we stay close to our common sense and stay close to our roots to to fit in in all this situation and feel pretty good about it? I think that we can say that pretty much for everybody across the the holiday season. I mean, I think people kind of lose their minds a little bit in the holidays instead of really enjoying what they're supposed to be about. So uh, just even just even putting this out there in the
0: universe is a good thing yeah yeah again like we were talking about earlier it's supposed to be fun right and you're supposed to enjoy it and if like everyone is eating six cookies and you eating six cookies is going to stress you out then you're not going to enjoy it um and and yeah another thing i do with that is just kind of think about timing right like if i do have a workout and i'm coming back i know there's going to be plates of cookies like well that's that's you know a decent little recovery snack i can just grab a cookie and hang out and then you know I i get to eat a cookie with everyone and um you know it works out well like maybe it's not as perfect as my fruit blended shake i might normally have but like in that situation maybe it works out fine um so yeah kind of finding a little bit of leeway and doing things when it makes sense and and yeah not not being peer pressured, I think that in, you know most people's families have your best interest in mind. They might say some things in jest once in a while, but I don't think anybody really cares what you eat. So, you know, it's
1: a, it's also a really good time of year to to find some fun things within your endurance community that you can also share the holiday season with them. And what I mean by that is as recent for me as when I was uh living in the city up in up in Phoenix, is they have on Christmas Eve morning the 12 climbs of Christmas. So I always say I'm going on, you know, Christmas Eve morning, I'm gonna be gone on this three hour ride with all these super cool people. There's like a hundred people, and we went up all these crazy steep climbs, and it was really fun. And some people wore Christmas stuff, and but it was actually like a really hard ride. I remember getting to like climb number eight, and I was like, How many more of these are there? Like, how for my trip? I was thinking, like, this is legit actually a pretty hard ride, but it was fun. And I got to celebrate a little bit of Christmas with some cycling friends, got to do something different. My whole family knew that that's you know what I was doing that morning. And then when I got home, it was like, okay, now we're going Going to go to so and so's house for Christmas Eve stuff. And then I really enjoyed the dinner. So I included a Christmas activity with the community that I was connected to in the area I was. And that's, you know, I've seen that people meet up for you know, Christmas morning runs, or I have my, you know, December run challenge where everybody who's in the challenge at some point, either on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day is going to do their timed 5k and then share it, share it with everyone on Strava and their community. And so everyone knows in MCC, if you're part of this run challenge, you're at some point doing a 5k between Christmas Eve and Christmas day, and you're going to share that with everyone. And so you can use these types of things as also a way to celebrate Christmas with your peers. So you stay close to your peers and, and just include it as part of your Christmas and your holidays. And I keep saying Christmas, but yeah, holidays, you know, holidays in general, whatever that means to you. So, um, you know, look for things like that. When I lived, when I was racing and I lived in Australia, Australia's culture is very active Uh, through the holiday season. And we would wake up, do Christmas morning with the family, breakfast, that kind of stuff. And then there was a planned group ride with everyone that was part of that community, the, the, the cycling community there. And we would go on a four or five hour ride Christmas day, but it was after the Christ, the family Christmas morning stuff. And it was just part of the culture over there. And um, so it depends where you are and what, you know, what your life allows. And, but I think those things are out there and, and it, and if not, maybe you even create them with your own peer group, you know, things, little, little things like that you can create, Hey, let's five of you meet for, a Christmas Eve, 20 minute run and say, Merry Christmas to one another, and then get back to your family or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that's, you know, some great examples of things you can do. And, and again, even if it's like, you know, influencing your family a little bit where it's like, Hey, let's all go for a Christmas walk. And you know, even if it's just going for a walk outside, I think for, for many endurance athletes that can help ease ease a little bit of stress and anxiety if you say yeah we're just going to go for a 45 minute like stroll around and and enjoy being outside and you can kind of spark that as like a, a christmas tradition um with your family or like you said with with your group that you normally train with you can kind of you know say oh we don't ever do an afternoon run but like these two days we could do an afternoon run because it's going to fit in people's schedules and do like that the four o'clock christmas day run and uh yeah find some find some ways to kind of include all your people in your holidays.
1: Oh my gosh. The funniest story I remember, I can remember as far back as when I was living in Canada and this, at this time I wasn't even doing triathlon. I was just running. I I wasn't part of all of this quite yet, but I was, I was really committed to running for believe it or not, like all through well before I was ever cycling or triathlon or anything. I, I ran a lot. And I remember being in, in Manitoba where my extended family is, which is so cold in the winter and across christmas and often through christmas they would get these like blizzard storms in in manitoba and i can remember like being and it's dark right canada it's it's dark there most of the day the sun comes up late goes down early and i remember being running down this like random country road wind blowings like Minus 35 degrees Celsius, wind, snow blowing, snow up either side of me, absolutely like freezing out. And I'm like running down the drone. It's like crunch, 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 crunch on the snow. And I came back in covered in snow and my eyelashes were all frozen. And my family's looking at me like, you are legit insane. Like, what is the matter with you? And I am like, I don't know. It's just like who I am. Like, I have to go do this. Um, so I think, you know, have some fun with it, too. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm glad you found a way to get it done and didn't freeze to death.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
0: um, so one thing we kind of skirted around with people eating through the holidays is, is weight gain. And I guess as a coach, how much do you worry about that with your athletes? Or is that a conversation you have? Or um or yeah, or even as an athlete, I guess how, how do you how do you navigate that? Especially people are are asking you, I guess I don't know. I always try and like, you know, you have to be kind of sensitive with what people need and want from you as a coach, but if that's a a piece of, of the puzzle that they want your guidance in, what do you say for that around the holidays?
1: Yeah. You know, for most people, the race season isn't going to start for, I mean, it's going to be a few weeks, if not, you know, a couple months after January 1st before your race season starts. So if you're, you know, if you're thinking like, ah, eh, screw it, there's all this holiday cheer around, I'm just gonna go ahead and blow it out and put on, put on some weight. I would say like if you're in that camp, then let's I would say like cap it at five pounds if you can. You know, like let's not blow out so much over the holiday season that then it's a project and possibly an injury risk. And to coming back to training just through the holiday season. So there's a little bit of discipline and self-control there that's okay, just for your for your life, but also for your training. Hey, it's going to be really hard to come back to training and you're going to be putting yourself at risk with injury if we end up gaining, let's say for females more than more than five pounds for guys more than seven pounds, right? that's that's quite a bit of weight gain through. you through kept me in the range season. there,
0: thanks. I was getting nervous. Yeah.
1: Oof. yeah, like that's 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 you know, that's a bit of weight. So, yeah, but you're in a bulking phase with your lifting <laughs> right now. You're purposely you're bulking, man. Remember, we had this conversation. So um, so yeah, I think if you can stay in those ranges, if you're sort of someone who throws caution in the wind and is really gonna blow out through the holiday season, let's keep some caps on it, let's keep a little bit of discipline in there, and let's keep in mind that. We've got to be able to take it off. And the older you are, the slower that comes off. And there's also some injury risk there when we come back, if we go too far on the spectrum. Now, if you're someone who gets really, really worried about putting on any weight at all through the holiday season, you're going to completely, you know, restrict yourself from anything. Then I think it's important to have a conversation about like, let's give yourself some allowances and, and let's identify what those allowances are. If it's like, okay, On these days, I'm going to allow myself, because it makes the most sense with what I've got going on this day, like with parties and stuff like that, I'm going to allow myself alcohol, I'm going to allow myself two drinks. And that's going to be what I indulge in that day. And the rest of it, I'm going to stay close to what makes me feel happy and comfortable. And then on this day, it's going to be a, like you said, I'm going to have like fruit for breakfast and salad for lunch and vegetables and all these things. But I know I'm going to have a really big family Christmas meal or, or holiday meal at the end of the day. So that's going to be where I'm going to worry a little bit less. And I'm going to go ahead and just really enjoy that. So maybe pick your poison if and, and be OK with it and really just allow yourself like this is the place that I'm comfortable with allowing that to happen and just really truly be okay with it because everything else is still the way you like it. You know, some of us are really like, we like a lot of order. We like routine. We're very, we like, we like what we like, and then that's it. And then we get really hard on ourselves if it's not exactly like that. So if you are in that camp, just pick a few spots where you're going to say, you know what, it's okay. And I'm going to fully give myself permission for those places to happen. And I think, um, I think if you can do that, that's going to, that's going to make the holidays fun and you're going to get through them really well that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I like, I like that having the plan and then, and then really trying to embrace it because if, if you go home from whatever your couple little indulgences were and you regret what you did, then that's not going to be very enjoyable. So really being fully committed to what you decide and, and not, not trying to second guess it. Um, because again, like you should have some fun and it shouldn't be stressful. So if you have you know a couple of drinks or a big dinner in pecan pie which you should definitely have because i love pecan pie but like very specific um, jesse i'm sorry i have you you
1: must have see i see pecan 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 (laughs) but yeah you know um
0: you should really enjoy it and not let yourself stress about it and there'll be plenty of time to stress about everything when the year gets rolling especially if you're a a person likes to stress about these things so trying to stress a little bit less through the holidays try and enjoy them again trying to have a, a plan and things that make sense a plan nutritionally a plan like with your activities and and like for me i think it's also important to have a, or make sure i have a pretty solid sleeping plan because i don't always get the best sleep um, when i'm traveling or spending time with my family so having an approach to all these things that you're like good with ahead of time everybody knows about and that you can kind of stick to And then, yeah, hopefully you can enjoy and have fun with your family over the holidays or whoever you're spending the holidays with.
1: Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's the time of year where I think people put a little bit too much pressure on themselves. So I think if you're going to fall back on one thing and you're going to question one thing each day through the holidays, it's, uh, go ahead and and find a coping tool that's going to allow you to put a little bit less pressure on yourself and just maybe carry that with you sort of stick that in your pocket and carry it with you through the holiday season and uh yeah have have a happy holiday season i like it all
0: right well
1: (laughs) thanks for spending some time in maryland Absolutely. Fun conversation. I think hard to navigate through the weeds on this one, but you know what a good conversation to just put out there and have out there in the universe. So thanks, Jesse.
0: Awesome.